With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everyone and welcome to Journey to Success Radio Network. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm a Napoleon Hill Foundation certified instructor, also a resiliency expert, helping people to become resilient and to live positively with and through the challenges of life. Find out more about me and uh, this interview at my website. It's Tom, the number two, and tall, T-A-L-L, dot com. My guest today is Anne Convery, and Anne is going to be one of the speakers at the Ultimate Mastermind Summit, upcoming in Chicago, September 18th and 19th. Anne has worked with thousands of people across the globe to bring in more clients and business. All her clients discover this simple secret. If you think you have not enough clients problem, what you really has a, have is a language problem. You're not saying what they want to hear. And Unique System solves that problem quickly. And as a result, her clients have doubled and tripled their businesses and increased sales from thousands to millions in 12 to 18 months. Her signature programs, You're So Brilliant, Why Don't They Buy?, and Closing Your Center 21st Century Client and Find Your Diamond Power Packs. Uh, she has helped entrepreneurs and professionals effortly, effortlessly attract more clients and business and seriously boost their income. At audiences from Seattle to Barcelona, Spain are intrigued and electrified by Anne's high-energy, high-impact speaking style and when not helping people increase their income, and can be found body surfing, writing plays, and look, looking for a new pet to adopt, which uh, I just adopted a new kitten last Saturday, so I love that. Wonderful. Uh, welcome to the show today, Anne. Thank you, Tom. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. So how many pets do you have? Well, right now we don't have any. <clears throat> we have oh. a few raccoons who visit the backyard, but um, <laughs> we have fish in our pond, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking Very for good. whether or not we should have a cat or a dog. We don't know. Hmm. So dogs are easier. Dogs or cats are easier. Are easier. Cats no, are sorry, easier. cats are easier, but dogs are more fun. Got that yeah. reverse. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let me start because this is kind of uh, your specific niche is about the language that we mm-hmm. use and the biggest what is the biggest problem most people have when they describe their service or product because people uh, think they're experts at describing their service or product and they get asked to do it a lot I know well that's, that's actually it's really funny you should put it that way because that is kind of the problem that, that we're all experts at, at our you know at, at describing what we do and the biggest problem is that that's not what people want to hear. <laughs> so we're speaking Russian. It often means nothing to them. Yeah, it means nothing to them. I mean, we're terrific at describing. And even when you describe the benefits, you know, this, you know, you can change your life, you can pursue your dreams, you can have more money in your bank account. That's 
those aren't the words that they want to hear. And it doesn't light an emotional fire under them. And so you get a lot of times a lot of sales and business is lost and you get that kind of you know, you get that kind of polite glazed, oh really? Or people just click off your site. You know, they don't opt in. They don't um right. this works on and offline. So th- that's the real problem. Oh, it works on and offline. Oh yeah. Wow. I, well, of course, online you do have to uh, do that and do it quickly. Uh, I just uh, would have thought it would maybe be different if you're in front of someone. And so wh- how do we learn to speak in our, and it could be a prospect, could be a child, yeah. could yeah. be an employee, could be your, your child's teacher. How do we speak in the language of someone that we're trying to uh, get a point across and even let them know what we do or what our product or service is? Um, well, it's it's pretty simple, actually. Um, it's not, it's kind of counterintuitive, but you, there there is one part of our brain, a lizard brain. I'm sure people have heard of it. It's the amygdala. Mm. the old brain. It's 450,000 years old. And that is the only part of our brain that actually triggers the decision to buy, to do anything, really. And if you speak that language, it can blow the doors off your business or your sales or whatever you want to do. That is the language that your clients are, are use themselves, and that's what they're waiting to hear. And the lizard brain has about six or seven rules, and if you follow them, um, it, it makes a gigantic difference. It's amazing. Um, for example... Um, one one guy I was talking to a guy and he was in insurance and he said um, he said Anne I can't tell people I'm in insurance I clear the room he said it's so boring <laughs> you know Woody Allen's idea of of hell was um, being in an elevator with an insurance guy and you know he was saying you know we sell insurance we do middle market we do uh. um, Gap we do you know family services and you know people <laughs> people were just they, I mean, they, they would be yawning in his face. So we talked about it, and and after a while, I said, so, okay, what do you do? And he said, well, typically I find between ten and 30,000 my clients didn't know they had in 60 minutes or less. Now, whoa. Yeah, whoa. Not difference, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Big difference. His referrals went up about 30, 40, no, 40%. It's just huge difference. He was thrilled. Because, in, in, and this is very interesting, if he can really do that, because everybody immediately thinks, oh, my God, can you do that for me? Can you really do that? Yeah, yeah immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. hooking people. I definitely refer you to some people with that line. Yeah, because the, the number one rule, there's six six or seven rules. Number one rule of the old brain is what's in it for me. Well, <laughs> that shows you, you know. And yeah. the um, the other, the other another rule of the old brain is to create a gap, a big gap. Um, now, between ten and 30,000, they didn't know they had. That means zero to ten or 30,000 in 60 minutes or less, is a gigantic gap. It's wonderful. And people, <laughs> and people, and people feel it. People, if you create a gap, people feel themselves. They feel their own pain. Like, well, I don't, have, I don't know that I have 10 or 30,000. Can you find that for me? So you're creating yeah, yeah, a gap, yeah. you see, and they kind of fall right into it. And it's also in street language. He wasn't talking jargon. And um, it's a very short message, which is really essential because the old brain does not pay attention very long, just like a computer, it powers down. And it's visual. And it's also, because of the numbers, it stirs emotion. 
you know, you, 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 everybody, everybody gets emotional about money, right? <laughs> and want, and you want to know. And I've got, I've got a ton more, but that's just an, an example um, of, of what you can do with a simple message. And the now, uh, is there a difference between uh, men and women? A man trying to get their message across to a woman, or vice versa? Uh, or does the reptilian brain just function on the same words and processes either or? Well, um, it kind of the reptilian brain really does function. That's a very interesting question, and I'd have to actually study more about that. Um, but the reptilian brain really functions on three. It wants three things: money, love, and health. That's what it wants. Money, love, and health, and basically, I mean, and, and, you know, love could be corporate relationships, you know, could be right. goodwill. Um, health could be mental health, physical health, corporate health, you know, could be anything. But mm-hmm. um, we're all selling one of those three things. And if you tie what you do, and you can do it, I mean, I could even tie insurance into money, love, and health. <laughs> you can, you can, <laughs> um, uh, you will you will reach that old brain no matter what you're doing. You know, no hmm. matter what you're selling. Because women also want the same things. I mean, women, women want, you know, right, women right, want right. romance differently than men. Um, right. you, might, you might phrase it differently for a woman, but but if you phrase it correctly in their language um, and you use these, you know, keep it street, keep it simple, create a huge contrast. Um, you know, when when Sharon came to me, she was sobbing. She could barely talk. She had four broken engagements. She was 40 years old. Um, in 12 months, she had a ring on her finger, and I was invited to her wedding. Wow. See? You're going to have women lining up for that one. Yeah, and that's actually some, that's, um, one of my clients used that. 86% so of her clients, techniques. 86% of her clients had a ring on their finger in 12 months or less. Wow. Yeah. See how it Holy works? It's really cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And that's pretty, uh, those are just too high a numbers to be anything other than the results that you're bringing. And so that's incredible. That's now so for sales, of course, you could immediately say we're a guy who goes around telling people he's in insurance business or a guy who asks if I can find you ten to 30000 in an hour. Uh, can I spend some time with you? <laughs> you can see that was like triple a guy's business. All of a sudden, at least people. Now, when you tell people that, they're asking you, they're hoping, they're cheering yeah. you on. They're like, can you do that for me? Whatever. Yeah. Well, even if it's only a few thousand, I'll be happy with that. I know. And all of a sudden, they're cheering you on instead of being like, exactly. Yeah, you, you yeah. Just brought give up me something, your card. You, know, you just brought up something amazing because there are two things there. Uh, one is, you know, if he can really do that, which he could, do we really care if he's an insurance or a broker or an, an attorney <laughs> or? You know, no, you could tell I mean, me that about anything. I know you, you don't care what he does, right? So, do right. Really, do <laughs> I don't really even know what, what. Yeah, I know. It's like, do we really care what somebody does? No. I had somebody from uh, one of my clients was in Germany, and he used one of my techniques that I teach in, in this advanced class. And he was a great sales trainer, and he he used this technique on a seven um, owners that he wanted to sell a big package to, and it was basically an ethical tease. And he went to the, the hotel where they were staying, and he was he started he just started you know throwing out these sound bites that we had worked on, and 
he um, they they were really intrigued, so they asked to stay for for dinner. And one guy said, "Oh, come on, tell us what you're talking about." And he said, "Oh no, I don't want to bore your wives." So they asked him to spend the night because they were so they were so intrigued by what he was what he was hinting at <laughs> when he was talking oh, around. Wow. And then he spent the night, and the next morning he gave a presentation, <clears throat> and he made two hundred thousand euros um, that morning. He sold all seven of them. So just by walking in somewhere where he wasn't even expected. Yeah, he dropped into you know so they could pick his brain, and that's but that's what he was really after. Um, so anyway, he used he used this technique, and um, oh, I forget, the other, you had mentioned something else which was really great, but I forget what it was, so it'll come up again. <laughs> now I've been in sales a long time, yeah. And one of the most annoying things mm-hmm. is when people know and want, but they delay. I got to think about it. Let me get back to you. Give me a few days. They made the decision, really. Mm-hmm. Something stops them. So there's a delay uh, in people uh, making the decision. What's the fastest way to banish the, is that confusion or whatever that is, that delay in people from making a decision to proceed or go ahead without the old give me a few days to think yeah. about it. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because that is um that is the when you're actually having the sales conversation and this is more when you're meeting people to you to pre-sell them on you. However, oh, okay. if I was in that sales conversation and they had to think about it, um that is what I call a false positive. I mean, that's a that's people people are people are confused and they're anxious in a sales conversation and they don't know what to do, so they throw yes. smoke bombs at you. Well, this sounds too much. Well, I have to think about it. Well, I have to check with my husband. <laughs> well, you know, give me a few days. You know, and there's only one. This is this is not you know really um, the topic, but there's only one real objection. There's only one. Yes. And yeah. what and our job is to find out what the real one is. So in that in that particular case, I would say, you know, I certainly understand a few days, but you know, honestly, what's going to be different in three days? Are you going to know any more than you know now? You know, right. and I would I would go after you know very gently. I would probe to see is that the real objection or are you just anxious? And if they're right. anxious, and if they're anxious, I would buffer them so that their so that their anxiety so so that they don't have any anxiety. And get them into a very relaxed state, and say, "So, so it's three days from now. So how do you feel? You know, mm. or whatever, whatever their whatever their objection is, because whatever right. their objections are, they 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 just lob objections at you because to stop you because they're anxious <laughs> and they don't know what else to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm gonna have to and, make a decision. Soon. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to make a decision. Oh my God! And and we buy into it. And and when we don't buy into it, we can we can actually get the sale. Um, so one, and the fastest way to banish confusion and delay, again, when you're speaking people, when speaking to people, for example, you know, you're not selling someone when you first meet them, but you are selling them on you. Yes. You, know, you are selling them on you and you want to leave people a little, about 75% hungry. It's very important to leave people hungry and not to fulfill their need for information. So the fastest way to banish confusion and delay, again, is to give them a huge gap. Um, you know, my clients can go from a size 10 to a size 4 in six hours as a plastic surgeon. Um, 
um, let's see, um, I teach people how to lower their body fat by up to 25% and achieve their ideal weight in six months or less. I show working brides how they can save between save from ten to 40000 with a good consulting plan. Um, wow. Do you see the gaps there? Yeah. It's see like I mean? totally turning it around so the other person is not even thinking yeah. of what you do. They're thinking of yeah. the results on can their you own. Do it for me? Oh, that's the reason yeah. I told the story about the guy in Germany because he, he emailed me back and he said, I can't believe this worked. He said, I used 30 of your techniques. It's unbelievable. And he said, they don't even want to know what I do. They just want to know, can I do it for them? Wow. <laughs> so, it worked. That's a totally different discussion. There's no yeah. objection in that discussion. Yeah. So this is really this is really kind of like the pre-sale. This is selling people on you and this is making them the whole purpose for what of how what I teach people to do is is really kind of an ethical tease. And, you know, if, for example, if someone says to you, um, well, tell me more, and you do, like you tell them the whole story of your business, <laughs> you know, uh, you're going to get that polite stare, and you'll feel them, you'll feel their interest go away, and you won't know why. And right, right. Right? Yeah. It's because if they feel full, it's just this neurological response. If they feel like, oh, well, that's really interesting. I have to think about that. And then, wow, it's definitely you know, there's a lot like chew on it for next for the next few months. Well, so the whole point, the Zagarnik effect, is this Russian rule. It's like discovered by a psychologist, and you know, people will remember you three times as long if you leave them hungry, and your follow-ups will be a breeze if people are anticipating more of what you've got, and that's the whole purpose of this conversation. Holy cow, you're like uh, smacking me in the head here because uh, <laughs> even with uh, uh, the company I work with, a very amazing company, but mm-hmm. when I'm looking at the words I use, we partner with companies to help increase sales or decrease cost in a short period of time with a significant ROI using web-based technologies. And people would be like, what the heck did you say? All right, let me come go away. I'll be back in a few minutes after yeah. I figure out what the yeah. heck you're talking about. Yeah. And so it means nothing to the other person, whereas if you said, what if I could add 7% in new revenues in the next 18 days? Yep, yep. Like, you know, yeah, when can you get in here? Out. Yeah, yeah. Numbers, yeah. Are, numbers are just, I mean, well, the numbers and the gap, numbers are amazing. And... um People talk about numbers all the time, but um, the reason that they're so powerful, numbers and stories are so powerful, is because um, numbers we, we numbers make the abstract real. If you can't describe what you do, give me a number and I'll get it immediately. The media conditions us to hear numbers. You know when you go to the supermarket and you see all those magazines? You know, it's, it's like, like April 15th, you know, 15 ways to save on your income tax. Mm-hmm. 44 things men don't want women to know. You know, it's just yeah, yeah, we're conditioned yeah. to hear numbers. And this is, I love to say this to people. For example, if I said to you, God, Tom, I've got this great doctor. He's amazing. He, I think he saved my husband's life. I think he's just he's a miracle worker. You've got to meet him. You've got to meet him. And then if I said, um, oh, Tom, my doctor has performed over 7,000 successful operations. He invented 16 of the techniques that are used by doctors now in 34 countries. Surgeons fly in from four different continents to study with him. He has a six-month waiting list. Okay, now who would you rather have? Who would you rather have operate on you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the right? guy who, not the one who you just have all these great adjic- adverbs about him. Yeah, the it's other the same guy. Okay. Same guy, but now it's just you bragging about your doctor in the first one, and the second one's like, okay, this isn't just her bragging. This is an amazing guy. Yeah, see what I mean? <laughs> like, you see what number two? And it's the same guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 7,000, you're like, wow, he can't possibly screw up after 7,000 of these. He can do it in his sleep. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I love that. It's really cool. Now, I'm thinking on this instant, because you probably talk a lot about stories, I think of my favorite pastor of all time, and he's six foot eleven, first of all, oh and his stories and his sermons would be hilarious, outrageous, and when you're 6'11", you can make some gestures that look funny, and, and I used to ask him, like, you sure over-animate things. I said, why do you do that? And he said... Because ask most people on Tuesday what the sermon at church was. Sorry, ask them Sunday night what the sermon at church was. And they'll be like, well, it was a half hour and it was pretty good, but I don't remember what it was about. And he said, so how do you do you remember my sermons? I said, I remember you flapping your arms and beating around and all the crazy stories for weeks. He's like, there you go. That's why I yep. get all animated and tell stories. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. I love that. I mean, I mean, they do. They knew that in the Bible. They used stories in the Bible for a really good reason. Um, that's a wonderful story. They're they're one of the. I was working with a woman, and I said, you know, what do you do? And she she'd been in my class for about six weeks, and she said, well, I teach women entrepreneurs how to grow their business. And I thought, well, you know, about six hundred thousand people do that, so let's mm-hmm. make it more interesting. And I said, so tell me some more. And she said, well, I help women entrepreneurs reach six-figure businesses. And I thought, okay, you know, still kind of generic mm-hmm. here. So we talked and talked about it. And I said, what's your best success story? It's a question I always ask people. So then after a while, I said, okay, what do you do? And she said, well, let me give you an idea. When I first met Peggy, she was in tears. She had $11 to her name. Six, ten months later, she had 350000 there's your story. There's that, your story. That story was so good that two people in the cla- in my class signed up for her class that night, and they had been listening to her for six weeks, and they hadn't heard that. And all they needed was like one yep. sentence, yep. and they're like, let me and get a hold of this person. Yes. Yes, let me get a hold of this person. And that's what, you know, the whole thing is to arouse the feeling of, can you do that for me? And I don't mean to. Right. She went back. She just. She just took off. I mean, she went back and she remessaged and relanguaged her whole site. And she, within like, I think four or five months, she was with a really top internationally. Because all those previous things she said she did were like, yawn, so, what, yes, lots of people do this. Lots of people do this, yeah. And it's not just this. I mean, I, I sound as if I'm just teaching elevator pitches, and I'm really not. Because this, you have to have the whole, you have to drop little, these little nuggets all throughout the conversation. They're just like autoresponders. They're just like really <laughs> sexy autoresponders. Right. You know, it, it's the same thing. I work with autoresponders a lot with people, and I work um, online but with people. Um, one guy increased his his opt-ins by eighty six percent on his new website, which was great. Um, so they work. It works across the board. Eighty six percent. Yeah. Let's be talking later about that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I like that one. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And so, um, 
It, it sounds like, and again, I've been in sales a long time, so some salespeople just believe that they're so great off the cuff and just building relationships that they can just, pardon the expression, shoot the shit and, mm-hmm. and, and make a sale. But with your, it sounds, and in my opinion, to be a professional salesperson, you should have these uh, sound uh, autoresponders, sound bites. You should have the five top stories that you tell mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you should just be consciously trying to get those sound bites and stories in yes. instead of just rebounding off whatever the other guy says. Oh, well, I have a story like that. Yeah. But now you're actually trying to get those specific triggers and specific stories that get them saying, wow, can you do that for me? And yeah. uh, and so you really have to think of it, not so much scripted, I guess you know the bullet oh, points and you don't have um, to get them like, Tom, okay, in the first 30 seconds, I got to do this and that. Yeah. We broke up there for a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, you do have to know them. And, and so how do you build those with a client? How do you build their specific nuggets? Do you just drill deeper? What do you do? What do you do? How do you do? What do you do? Biggest story? Those kind of things? Well, um, I what you do, uh, I call them pearls. It's it's because it's like dropping your string of pearls, and um, you you know you give you you have to grab someone's attention, and I'm really strict about this because the old brain gives you about three seconds to be interesting. For mm-hmm. example, if I say, typically I find between ten and thirty thousand, that's three seconds. When I first met Peggy, she was in tears. She had eleven dollars. That's three seconds. You really don't you really don't have much longer than that. Because the lizard brain will listen to what you're saying, decide if it's interesting, and you know it will go on hibernate. Seriously, it goes on hibernate to conserve energy, and mm. that's why I want people, you know, to grab attention in the beginning, so that the person says, "Really? You know, tell me about that. Tell me more." And when they do, um, then you have. You, you're very, very like just exactly like you said. You have these sound bites, and you and you drop them throughout the conversation. And it's like, you know, they're kind of like Hansel and Gretel dropping breadcrumbs, you know, in the forest. Um, mm-hmm. For example, I had one woman. I, I forget her her um, I forget her whole string, but it was fantastic. And they she was a saleswoman, and these people said to her, "Like, oh, what do you?" Do? She had a great great grabber, and then they said, "Wow, what do you do?" And instead of answering them, she said, you know, all the techniques in the world won't help you if you don't know the number one secret to sales, <laughs> which wasn't really answering the question. <laughs> but it was, it was a tease. No. You know, and then, you know, if someone said, well, what is the number one secret to sales? Yeah. And she, I think she had one, I can't, I wish I could find it, but she had one more. Um, she, anyway, she had nine of these. And it was, I think she said something like, um, <clears throat> the um, the best kept secret to sales is um, something like that. The best kept secret to sales is something nobody nobody wants, nobody thinks they want to hear. And so <clears throat> at this point, somebody's really curious about what she does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I don't mean that you should tease people into a frothing frenzy and, you know, keep them on hold forever. But... We we all think we have to answer everybody's questions like like we're at an exam and we really don't. No. You know, 
um, you can drop, for example, at that point, you can, she can you know, say this, that's the number one secret. She can tell the number one secret to sales, and then she can ask what they do because that's what, you, know, you really want to find out what the other person does. And mm-hmm. then if they say, well, tell me more about what you do, then drop in one of these incredible success stories. Like you said, you have five in your pocket. Um, yeah. Yeah. Drop in an amazing success story. When I when I one of my clients said, "Well, when I when I first came to, uh, it was like Dollar Rent a Car." He said they had four franchises, and when I left eighteen months later, they had one hundred and twenty-two. Hmm. And so that's then just drop a little story in, and then continue the conversation. But you never satisfy someone's need for information. Because if you if you if they're anticipating that there's more goodies there, anticipation actually floods your brain with dopamine, so it kind of hooks people on you a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, just like really good autoresponders and a really good sales page, and we get flooded with feel good chemicals and we want more. And when you satisfy somebody's need for information, if you say, "Well, let me let me let me tell you exactly how this works," um, they will not they will not follow you. They will not come after you. If you leave them unsatisfied, they're three times more likely, as I said, to to want more from you and to remember three times more likely to remember you. So uh, that's what that's what I teach people to do: to come up exactly with what you said, to come up with five five or six little one or two sentence stories that in street language with a gap and numbers and a beginning and an end, and um, with, with it, that arouse some kind of emotion. Preferably, you know, intrigue, curiosity, interest, anticipation, mm-hmm. desire, greed. You know, <laughs> I don't care. It's just emo- you don't have to get emotional. They do. And the interesting thing is that um, I talk about you know people with their having a Buddha self because when uh, it happens, people lose sales when someone says, "Well, gosh, that's fascinating. How do you do that? How do you find ten, thirty thousand dollars in sixty mm-hmm. minutes?" Now, if he turned around and said, well, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I discovered this technique in January, and I've been doing it, and I'll show you exactly how I do it. If you imitate their energy, they will go back down. If, really? Because, yeah, it's really funny. If you amp up, they will amp back down. And when they amp back down, they won't move forward. They won't, they won't want more. So wow. I, ask, I ask people to con- it's basically it's basically controlling our our own anxiety because we think wow somebody's really interested they really want to hear what I do so I'm going to tell them everything you know <laughs> like don't do that <laughs> you know just remain very calm and say oh yes I was able yeah but I've been doing that for the past three years um, people are pretty shocked when they find out how much money wow. they don't they 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 don't know they had and when you remain very calm. And you control your own anxiety. You let them get anxious. There's a huge difference because people will not buy in a state of stability, a state of power. They won't. This is from T. Falcon Napier, his studies of stress. He's a genius. I love him. And um, people will not buy from a state of power. You know, power means I'm fine. I'm okay. You know, if, don't try to tell me anything. I'm fine. You know, right. Things are fine. Things are good. You know, don't don't worry. I mean, you know, your tooth may aching, your dog may be sick, you know, you may have had a quarrel with your kids, but you know, you're fine. You're basically fine. And nobody nobody's going to make a move from that state. They make a move from a power stress state when you're powerful enough to to, to make a move to buy something, and you're stressed enough to really really want it. And that's oh, wow. where we have to keep people. 
first of all, you grab their interest. So they're all of a sudden they want this, and they're 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 off their power base because they're coming after you in their minds. They want wow. they want what you've got. Too. It is so true. I'm thinking of in yeah. one amazing salesperson I know, and he's in management consulting yeah. business, and they sell projects half a million or more. Yeah. And the industry average is that for every president you meet there's going to be 65 presidents you meet before you get a project this guy would get one in 22 meetings and people who went with him on meetings said he he hardly talked he didn't answer their all their questions when they got excited and said we have this ridiculous pain and we need it solved he would just sit back and (laughs) cool he wouldn't jump in and Great. and people would say, how does a guy sell like that? He doesn't jump in. He doesn't try and yeah. close. Yeah. He doesn't even answer all their questions. Yeah. And yet they keep chasing him down and yeah. want to meet with him again. Exactly. And, and people were wondering, like, how does this fool, like, one in 22, and everybody else does one, sells one in 65, and this guy hardly talks, doesn't answer questions. He leans back. He doesn't lean forward. And he's talking to presidents. And yet he just has that gets them so excited about he, what we can do, what they did, that he, they just... He, he lets them, I don't mean to interrupt you, I'm sorry, he, yeah. he lets them sell themselves on him. Right. He lets, and see, and so many of us can't do that. We want to jump in and help. The average salesperson who went with him on a call, would, it would be totally confusing to them, and yeah, it would be, the, sure. they would have to be told ahead of time. He would tell anybody... Do not say a damn word in that yeah. meeting. Yeah. And uh, because a normal salesperson would be jumping in there. Yeah. Supplying everything the guy asked. I know. I know. That's what's so dangerous. Wow. It didn't hit me until just now that this is part of his brilliance. Oh, I'm what so you're glad you brought that up. About. That's so cool. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up. That's amazing. Uh, so now you talk about an innocent tactic that turns off potential clients. And yeah. you never want to turn off a client when you're doing something something that's just innocent. Uh, explain know. that because that would be horrible. Well, if you say to somebody, you know, what do you do? And someone says, I'm an attorney or I'm a chiropractor or I'm a salesman or I'm a dentist, the first thing that comes to their mind or our mind is I've got one I don't need you right or I don't know what or you do I don't like it those I, kind of guys so I don't want one of you yeah I don't like I don't like what you do and I don't and I don't need you, <laughs> do you know what yeah. I mean? so I ask I beg people do not use the word am do not use the verb am because you're just advertising for your competition if someone says I'm a chiropractor I don't think of him I instantly think of my chiropractor mm-hmm. You know, you're advertising for your competition. And once you say, I am a chiropractor, we are seeking not to be sold, right? So we're, I'm seeking right. to judge and label you so you so you don't cause me problems and I can go about my day, right? right? right. And if you say, I, you know, I'm, I'm a chiropractor, I'm, you know, whatever you are, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I own a, I'm a, I don't know, I'm a retail store owner, I'm whatever, whatever. If you use yeah, the verb yeah. am... It's, you've kind of you've kind of dead ended the conversation. There's really right. You've simplified it so much yeah. that you just uh-huh. put yourself in one generic class. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And there's and 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 the worst part about it is I think I know all about you. I'm an attorney. Oh, I know. I know what attorneys do. Well, no, I don't. Right. But I think I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
final chiropractor right. aligning what they do. You know, right. and so you, you've you've really really stopped the conversation cold. Um, totally. And so I ask people to stop using the verb "m." I mean, any people people identify you with your verb. You know, like oh, Joe, Joe researches. Yeah. You know, Mary, Mary discovers. You know, Susan creates. Yeah. People identify you with your verb. So use any other verb than "m," and you will right. open the conversation. Help, serve, create, yeah. Yeah. add, subtract. Yeah. I wouldn't use the word help, actually. I'm glad you brought that up because oh. help is, um, unless you're a nurse, you know, but um, unless you're in the helping professions, because help help makes kind of makes you sound like the help. You know, I help people get projects done on time. Well, you don't want to be, you want to be a peer. You don't want to be the help. And... Um, if if help is a really weird verb, like for example, if I said, well, you know, I helped you clean out the garage, last. I helped Tom clean out the garage. Well, nobody really knows if I cleaned it for you or if I stood by and handed you lemonade while you cleaned it. You know, it's a really really mm-hmm. blurry verb. I it's I wouldn't use it, um, mm. just because people think it just in your mind it's like you don't want to be the help. <laughs> you want to be right. a peer. Right. I don't want to be a peer. Help. Yeah. 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 Neat. Ah. Yeah. Now, another question that's a cool one, and uh, uh, especially with limited time at, uh, attention spans in this day and age, how do you use this uh, reptilian brain to reach the decision maker in anyone you talk to in two minutes or less? Well, actually, it's not that long. Um, and we've been talking about it. And you tell a story, you tell a short one or two sentence story, your best success story, um, with a big gap, as big a gap as you can possibly get, because that's where they feel their own pain in that gap. You use street language, no jargon, and you use numbers. So, and this the story is that this it's street language, uh, a big gap, numbers. And it has to be your best success story. And if it's put in the third person, they will identify with it. You know, never say, I could help you do this. That's very salesy. Um, but if you put it in the third person, they will immediately think of themselves. They'll immediately think, oh, I wonder if she could do that for me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, mm. And so it's basically use, use the rules of the old brain. Use, use the lizard brain rules. For example, you know, when I first met Peggy, she was in tears. She had $11 to her name. Ten months later, she had 350000 That woman didn't have to say anything else. <laughs> she, she right, was, yeah, yeah. She it's was like, swamped. Okay. And I have I that have, much money. <laughs> I know. I have a lot of dollars. <laughs> I know. Um, and I have, um, and um, for example, um, what did I say? When I say use street language, you know, so many people, we, we use the language of our professions, you know, nobody rolls over in bed. It's like pillow talk. Nobody rolls over in bed and says, gosh, I wish we had a leveraged progression plan for our accruing um, future asset uh, investments. I mean, no, no, nobody does that. People, people roll over in bed and go, God, do you think we have enough money to go to Paris? And that's the language that the lizard brain understands. It really doesn't understand $5 words. And the reason why you need to create that gap is because if you say things like, you know, we are one of the leading providers – it's not going to hear you. You have to be the number one. You have to be the first. You have to be the best. 
So if you can't say that, then you create, it has to be some kind of gap in order to help that brain make an instant decision. That's what, that's what you're doing. Um, the, the brain is created, to, it's, just, it's our survival brain. So when you're walking along you know, the forest and you see a shadow and you, and you instant, instinctively you jump back, right? that's that lizard brain protecting you from a possible mm-hmm. snake. And then you think, oh, mm-hmm. it's just a stick, right? But that brain works one five hundredth of a millisecond faster than the other two than, than the rest of our brain. Mm-hmm. So that's how fast it works. So wow. that's how fast, and that's how simple your message has to be. So it can instantly it likes it likes you know white, black, hot, cold, red, blue. It likes real simple, big contrast. So it can go, I want that one. Nice. See what I mean? uh, so now uh, my wife calls me the word police. I uh, <laughs> police her words, and I don't allow negative statements. Good. And I can always figure a way to rephrase something in a positive way. So in your system, let's talk about some uh, unhearable words and, and trigger words, words we don't want to hear and words that trigger us to do something, take action. Oh, okay, fine. Um, unhearable words. When I was a media trainer, I, I, that's when I began compiling this list because if I said to you, we have a scalable business model that adapts to any specific project requirement and budget framework, would you know what I did? Yeah. <laughs> so, that sounds like what I'm telling people. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and, you know, people do this all the time. They're all over. They're all over websites. They're everywhere, and they're just really shop-worn words. And they're words like balanced lifestyle. You know, we we we. I you know, I show you how to have how to how to excuse me how to have the life of your dreams. Okay, now I don't I don't mean to be rude, but what life coach doesn't? You know, that's pretty shop-worn. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Um, right. You'd you know, be a sad life coach if you're help if you're not doing that. I know. So you'd think of the better way to put it. They're just shop like you know, dedicated to providing um, personalized service, safe and effective. Because I asked this doctor once. I said I was training, doing media training, and I said, "Why are you better? Why are you good?" And he said, "Well, my techniques are safe and effective." And I said, "Look, we've got safe and effective floor polishing, floor, floor polish, dessert topping, baby food. I mean, what is not safe and effective these days?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I don't, I don't care. You wouldn't even be in business if it wasn't safe and effective. I know. So, so basically, they basically they turn off the, the lizard brain, and you cannot afford to turn that brain off, especially today. Today, attention is money. Right, right. You know, it really is. Attention is money. And it's so true. And you're talking to a man, so men really know how to like just turn off their brain and be like, yeah. he's saying something, but I really don't know. Too complicated. Uh-huh. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, Women are really good at pretending that they're listening, but they're not. <laughs> um, and like, for example, one of one of the, my clients said, you know, his first thing was most American companies are paying far too much for their phone bills. The numbers are staggering. We help companies reduce the cost of doing business. You know, well, that's great. No. But did you understand? Did you listen to most of that? No, uh, phone and bills he, too high. That's all yeah, I understood. And he changed, yeah. And he changed it to, you know, when Joe came to me, his company was hemorrhaging money. We showed him how to recover 175,000 on his first bill, and that was just that was just for September. So, <laughs> can I sit down with you? Yes, <laughs> exactly. You don't even care what the guy does now. You don't even know what he does, but you're yeah. still excited about it. Yeah, yeah. And trigger words are great. I mean, um, they're they're in the. Oh, uh, Robert Cialdini's famous book um, on persuasion. It's called Persuasion. And trigger words are, 
they're actually interesting because they're words that have emotions attached to them unconsciously, and we don't know this. So, for example, if I said to you, this is in his book, if I said to you, oh, congratulations, um, I hear you have a new kid in the house. Or I said, congratulations, I hear you have a new baby in the home. Now, you may not know this, but baby and home were trigger words, and you were just delivered an unconscious warm fuzzy. Nice. And trigger words are, for example, I, one woman was a, um, a realtor, and she, she did real estate investments, and she changed her whole message. And she said, have you read the book, The Millionaire Next Door? You know how people read it and think, oh, God, it's too late yeah. for me. Well, all my clients yeah. want to build wealth, retire early, and dissolve their debt. And I showed, I showed them how to... I show them seven steps to financial wealth right now, whether or not they own a home, no matter how old they are, it is never too late to create wealth. Now, the trigger words in there were millionaire, late, wealth, security, safety, old, late, and wealth. Wow. Trigger words are baby, billion, bottom. They can be bad, too, like evil, taxes, fat, foreclosure, lost, old, right. panic. It can be anything right. that delivers, you know, an emotion, and people think you know. People listen to me, and I'm sure they think, "Oh, well, yeah, what, what what does that do?" And I had a woman call me from Montreal, and she said, "Anne, I'm about to be um, fired. I'm on probation. I'm a futures trader, and I sell these five thousand dollar wine futures to wealthy investors, but I can't make anybody bite." And she said, "I think they could invest a hundred thousand, but I can't. I can't. I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really scared." And so we, we wrote her a script, and she called everybody, and she said, Hi, I'm Jody. I'm the firm's Gold Circle Investment Advisor. And gosh, you know, I don't know why you're not on my list. You certainly qualify to be in the Gold Circle, but I don't see you here, and I, I apologize. And I've called all my Gold Circle members last week. I've only got four positions left at 100000 each. Are, are you in? And two weeks later, she called me, and she said, I have $300,000 investments. And I said, what did it? And she said, gold circle. They ate it up. Everybody wanted to be in the gold yeah, circle. Yeah, they wanted to be in the gold circle. Yeah. So, I think trigger words really work. <laughs> is that You said that's in, uh, in the book Influence? Well, that story is my story. Uh, the, the, yeah, and but, the trigger words come from Influence, yeah. Oh, okay. I have the book right in front of me. It was right yeah. on my bookshelf. Read it years ago. Robert Cialdini, is that how yeah. you pronounce it? Yeah. Yeah. Powerful book. Great ideas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, uh, what else? So give me a few of those uh, trigger, good positive trigger words again, just so people know those ones. Those are okay. important to know. Sure. Uh, baby, billion, yeah. cash, cash flow, childhood, enchanted, family, anything to do with family, first class, fortune, free time, godsend, gold circle, income, loaded with cash, million dollar, mom, <laughs> multi-million, platinum, circle, plum, Prize, power, profit, rich, richest, safe. Ooh, wow. Good, Just keep life. talking. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Successful. Super yeah, good. yeah, yeah. People Unlimited. love these words. I'm Upper hand, them. wealth, wealthy, win. Okay. That's, yeah. That's, we're down to you W. almost went from A to W there. Yeah. You know, almost A to Z. Yeah, almost A to Z. And so yeah. those words, and then there are other studies I've seen where the where you say certain words and you're around water, and even water ripples differently yeah. with yes. mad love. words, angry yes. words. Uh, mm-hmm. If you say love or you say hate, the water looks way different. Yeah. And if water can react, and even yeah. myself, that word hate makes me feel. Yeah. I That's a, one of the word police ones, sweetie. You cannot say hate. It just makes people 
you and me feel bad inside, even though we don't always know it or recognize it. It's not yeah. a good word. Yeah. And, and, actually and if you're using that with a, with a prospect, oh, I hate that company software. I hate that. Da, da, da. You're yeah. not winning a prospect there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and wow. But the truth is that trigger words can be, you know, like uh, drowning, depression, overburdened, overweight, stress, struggle, yeah. sick, scared, yeah. sabotage. I mean, they, we don't like them, but they work. Because They work. Yeah, because, if you're trying to um, take, get someone to take action. If you're trying to get someone to take action, we we our first Im- instinct is to move away from pain. We will mm-hmm. we will hop off a burning stove faster than we'll jump on a plane to Paris. And one really brilliant sales guy told me, he said we're not really wired to get wealthy because 450,000 years ago, if you killed a mastodon, you, you know you could only eat what you could kill. You couldn't refrigerate it, and so you know we're we're wired. For the just to get away from pain. Wow! And yeah. the first the first impulse is to is to jump off and jump away from pain. And if you can grab somebody's attention by reminding them of the, for example, the pain they may have, you know, like, do you have a hidden thirty thousand dollars? Do you are your phone bills seventy five thousand mm-hmm. in your company? Um, they will want to get away from it. Immediately, and the way, the, and since you're the one that's telling them, the fastest way to get away from it is to come towards you. Wow, man! And this is exciting because as a salesperson, you don't have to make fifty more phone calls. You don't have to knock on more doors. You don't have yeah. to get more prospects. Simply by using your techniques and your strategies and your words, my goodness, you can. You've had stories of salespeople like doubling, triple, even yeah. more of their business just from those words. It's not like, oh, how am I going to find more prospects? How am I going to get people to my website or this and that? It's just the words that you use, and everybody can correct those. I know, everybody. I, I, I actually had one guy email me and say, hey, Ann, we just did $8 million at a Fortune 200 in six months using your system. Thanks. <laughs> wow! Wow! You should have uh, charged a royalty on that one. I forgot. But yeah, like yeah. that's just the uh, the the whole power behind it is that you don't have to find a new market, open up in a new area, yeah. do anything wild or different, or work twice as hard. Yeah, you can do exactly what you're doing. Just get people like asking you, "Can you do that for me?" Yeah. Can you do it? That, uh, really? Wow. A lawyer. Excellent. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. Get, and so, like all of those examples you used, I was like, yeah, can you find me 10 to 30,000? Yeah. Can you do that for mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. And that's like a whole different conversation then. Mm-hmm. Oh, excellent. If I find someone who needs a lawyer, I'll let you know. Exactly. I know. I know. And even if even if they don't need you, you know, like you're an attorney and they don't really need an attorney, right. if you can drop something, like, for example, I, I'm just making this up, but, I, um, um, you know, you, you're a tax attorney and you shaved 75000 off somebody's, you know, personal income, personal return in two days, right? And that's fantastic for a re- for re- for re- a referral partner, because if somebody's down and like say they're fishing in Baja, right, 
and mm. they don't remember your name because they won't. And it's six months later. They're going to remember the, the numbers. Hey, there's this guy. Yeah, there's this guy. Yeah, he said, yeah, 75,000. And he did it in two hours. It was amazing. Yeah, you got you to talk to him. I'll find his name somewhere. Do you see what I mean? <laughs> they will remember the numbers. There will be right. nothing else they'll remember. They'll those forget numbers. your name. Yeah. <laughs> you have to look up your name, but they'll yeah. remember. But they'll hey, remember there's the this numbers. guy told me you can do exactly that. Actually, $75,000. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see? Do you see? See how the I just wow. love this. I just love talking about this. I'm so you're so much fun to talk to. Thank you. Yeah, and this is like just totally how people automatically remember, and uh, even I do that because I'm a connector of people. So I'm often like thinking, oh yeah, someone told me that they had were able to do that, and so I I'll have to look up their name, but I remember that they do that, and so if you're able to make it memorable, as you said, even as now you got a bunch of referral people out there because they don't even know your name, but if someone mentions a phone bill mm-hmm. and they're a business person, they'll be like, wow, how high is it? I know a guy who did this. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, this guy who they don't even remember is now mm-hmm. getting a new prospect. Yeah, yeah. A friend of mine, uh, Rob Schultz, who's terrific, I, he's a really good marketer, um, he describes it as um, standing in front of their desire. It's like standing in front of an ongoing freight train. You know, you don't try to convince people. You don't try to persuade them. You just get in front of what they really want. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And that's what these words yeah. do. That's what this, nest, not the words, this, this system, that's what the system does. It's designed to get it in front goes. of what they already want. Right. It totally does. Because all of those examples, I was like leaning in and like, yeah, I want that too. <laughs> and so, wow, very cool. And now you got me thinking I got to go rack my brain uh, as to how to describe things in a different way or talk about them in a different way. And I like that you said, don't necessarily add the word help. And I really like the reasoning behind that because for many years of my life with my disability, my immediate thinking was, I don't need help. I don't yeah. need help. Yeah. And so if you're turning people off, like, how I help people, oh, that's fine. That's good. I don't yeah. need any help. Thank you. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. And so a good one, because I was going to put help in there, so now i got to think of a different adjective <laughs> or adverb. Yeah. Excellent. Well, uh, tell people, uh, oh, I know where people can find you, which is lucky. You are a smart one that just got your name as a website, I believe. Yes. And Convery. Mm-hmm. And so all people need to know is there's no E on N, so A-N-N. And Convery, most people can figure that out, C-O-N-B-E-R-Y dot com. Yep. And uh, what would be uh, the ideal people that you work with? Sounds like salespeople, but I think network marketers probably could use this as well because as soon as you tell someone you're doing a network marketing thing, I people know. are going to be like, stop walking away and not answering your calls anymore. I know, yeah. So I've worked with a number of network marketers. Um, yeah, yeah, I have a new site that's just coming out in like five days, and I work with entrepreneurs, um, people who have to sell in their business. And right. also also I work with salespeople because they really get this. You know, they really, they get it's fun because they really oh, get it. I get it. Yeah. 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 It makes so much sense. To to but then also managers. Managers got to sell mm-hmm. everybody. Executives yeah. got to sell everybody. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. So anconvery.com, is this going to be a new website, a different name website, it'll or be, just a. It'll be, um, 
it'll be uh, probably anconvery.com. Yeah, it'll it'll, it'll that that'll find me anywhere. And um, yeah. it's a new site, and I'm excited about it. Yeah. Nice. And then also September 18th and 19th in, in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Woohoo! Tony uh, Rublesti's Ultimate Mastermind Summit. We'll see you there. I know. I see you there. I can't wait. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Well, thanks so much for your time, Anne. We went so long, and uh, mostly because I'm totally fascinated myself, and it's just like smacking me in the head how, uh, I was going to say easy, but not easy, but obvious that uh, your your techniques are. You just have to learn them. So, anneconvery.com. Learn these ideas, because it sure will make your sales life a lot easier. Thank you so much, Tom. This was a fantastic interview. I had a great time. You're really great. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.